I'm Denise Wallach-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last two decades to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause, coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Meno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from sleep, sex, and weight loss to how to support and use your hormonal cycle to live a more vibrant life in the flow, even post-menopause. Welcome to today's Meno Mini. Hey, how's everybody doing today? I recently did an Instagram poll and an overwhelming number of women wanted more exercise information. So today, I'll run you through the basics of exercising with your cycle and best practices. Now this is part of the Use Your Cycle series. So as we go through this, I'm also going to talk about how exercise really fits into your cycle and how to use your cycle to amplify the effects of exercise. But first, a quick 90 second case study of one of my Use Your Cycle Method clients on exercise. She had dieted and exercised down to her goal before she met me. Then with the holidays struck and lots of her habits went lax. January 1st came and the pendulum swung the other way to exercising two times daily. The perimenopause body doesn't like this kind of stress. We chatted about our options and the intensity of each workout and settled on four intense but short workouts each week, preventing the stress reaction and enhancing her fat loss. We also shaved off three hours of workout time during her week. A win, win, win. All right, on all those winning notes, let's start with the basics of hormones and exercise. First, the older we get, the more reactive to stress our body becomes. And exercise causes stress, which causes a cortisol surge. And unattended, cortisol causes fat storage. Now, because it's important to exercise to maintain and build muscle as well as keep a healthy heart, we don't want to opt out of exercise altogether. But what we can do is exercise in a way that builds muscle or heart strength faster than it builds stress. Here's what happens when you lift weights intensely, that means heavy and with as little rest as possible. Testosterone increases, growth hormone increases, but faster than cortisol increasing. And until about the 30 minute mark, testosterone and growth hormone are outpacing the cortisol. But at around 30 minutes, cortisol takes over and the benefits of the testosterone and growth hormone start to decrease. Two key takeaways here. One, short workouts. That means 30 minutes or less. At 30 minutes, you are done. You're done, you're done, you're done. Two, intense workouts. 
heavy, not 12 to 15 reps of 10 pounds, but more like four to 12 reps to failure. Same with cardio, 30 minutes or less until you have to quit. Not back off in pace, but quit and recover. Running sprints versus jogging. If I'm sprinting, I am running all out balls to the wall until I can no longer run balls to the wall. And then I rest. That's different than I'm going to jog for the next half hour. Jogging does not equal increased growth hormone and testosterone. Just increased cortisol. Remember, cortisol stores fat. Without the offsetting of the growth hormone and testosterone, you're kind of spinning your wheels here. So for an example, the soccer field example is always my best example of an intense cardio workout. When I go to the local soccer field, I sprint from goalpost to goalpost. It takes me about 30 seconds. That's 0.125 miles. And then I walk back to the first goalpost. That takes me about two and a half minutes. And the more of these I do, the longer that starts to take, right? The point is though, every time I sprint, it takes me about 30 seconds, not 37, not 52. It takes 37 seconds because I recover until I can again go that fast. So translate this over to the treadmill. If the first time I sprint for 30 seconds, I'm running at nine miles an hour, and then I back it off to you know 1.5 miles an hour for as long as it takes to be able to again run at nine miles an hour for 30 seconds, then what I want to focus on is increasing the length of the rest time so that I can continue to get the 30 seconds at nine miles an hour. What I do not want to do is run for 30 seconds at nine miles an hour, recover for at 1.5 miles an hour for um, two minutes and then keep my rest period the same. But in order to run for 30 seconds, I am having to decrease the speed I'm going at. That's backing off. That's starting to pace. You do not want to pace. All right, enough of that. Second exercise basic, only four workouts a week. This could be two strength and two cardio, three strength and one cardio, but I recommend at least one cardio and two strength. Most bang for your time. Of course, once you've mastered these basics, we layer in using your cycle. Now I found this analogy to be very helpful to explain. So first, men. Men have a 24 hour hormone cycle. They wake up, their, their testosterone is high, and that means their energy is high and it's a great time to work out or be frisky or whatever, but they're ready to go for the day. As the day goes on, their testosterone drops and they won't get as great of workout as if they, you know, at three in the afternoon or especially in the evening. But in the evening, a stretch or a foam rolling for recovery helps them come back strong the next day. Now women have a 28 day cycle. 
day one you get your period, you are strong. And it's a great time for strength and endurance because it continues to increase through day 14-ish when you ovulate. As the month goes on, your testosterone and estrogen then start to decrease. And then your workouts won't be as effective, much like a male's workout at three in the afternoon. And then as you finish up the month, you know, days 26, 27, 28, that's like bedtime for a male, right? What happens at bedtime? It's far more effective to do recovery things like foam rolling, stretching, restorative yoga. You see how that's similar? Women and men are similar, but men have to work out near daily to maintain their strength while women get to recover for two weeks. Note I did not say take two weeks off. Okay, let's break this down by the week. Remember last week when we talked about Frisky Fiona, She-Ra Sherry, Laidback Leona, and Yoga Yvonne? Might want to go back and check that out if you don't, but let's go into this now. Week one, Frisky Fiona. You get your period. You start immediately, when you get your period, you start recovering from your monthly low hormones, right? As you go into your period, day one, that is the time of the month where your estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone are all at their lowest levels. When you start to bleed, your estrogen has started to increase. And every day, the workouts get easier and easier. You're starting to feel no pain. You need less and less rest. And you can lift heavier and heavier and faster and faster. We move into week two with Shira Sherry. In the house, testosterone now has started to increase. It is a great week to go for personal records, for very heavy lifts, and for very fast sprints. And then ovulation. Testosterone and estrogen start to fall while progesterone goes up because laid-back Leona's in the house. Things start to feel harder. We can still lift, keeping, but keeping intensity as high as possible, but maybe it ends up being less weight than during the week number two. As we slide into week four, Yoga Yavan shows up. This is like a guy trying to exercise at three in the morning, especially around days 26, 27, 28. Their workout is gonna suck. When Yoga Yavan shows up, it's time to stretch. It's time to recover, foam roll, massage, take a bath. Your estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone are all in the tank. Stretch now for a stronger tomorrow, for a stronger next week. Just like you don't see the men in the gym at 3 a.m., quit trying to push through days 26, 27, and 28. Recover. Is this counterintuitive? Yeah, it is. And until recently, all the exercise research had been done on men. And the assumption was that women are just small men. Never mind that when they tried to study women, they threw out all of the outliers that didn't prove their point because their hormonal cycle was too unpredictable. 
Do you see my eyebrows hitting the ceiling here? Women's hormones are very predictable, just on a different schedule than men's hormones. Whoa, so what's a strength workout look like? All right, here's some exercise 101 Denise style. A strength workout looks like a leg move, a chest move, a back move, a beauty move. Leg, chest, back, and beauty. That might be squats, push-ups, rows, and dips. Or it might be deadlifts, overhead presses, pull-ups, and abs. Just as long as they fall in that leg, chest, back, and beauty, right? Frisky Fiona, week one, she's lifting heavy-ish. She's taking some rest, and she's probably having to get 10 or 12 repetitions. Shira Sherry, she PRs those. She maxes out. She doesn't need any rest. She's failing in four to eight reps. Laid back Leona, she's kind of like frisky Fiona there. She's lifting heavy-ish. She's taking longer rest breaks, but it's feeling harder and harder the longer the week goes on. Yoga Yvonne, She's given the weights, set a massage. She's doing restorative yoga. She's foam rolling. She's getting a massage. That's what that looks like. Cardio sprints, same. Now, cardio sprints do not have to be running, okay? It could be cycling. It could be weighted sprints, like um, an example workout might be 20 reps each for five rounds, um, ball slams, a squat curl overhead press, a tricep extension, and a squat and hold for 20 seconds. Repeat that five times. Or it could look like high knees, push-ups, high knees, abs, high knees, biceps, high knees, triceps. Um, do How many numbers of rounds do you get in 30 minutes or less? That's what a sprint workout could look like, okay? Again, earlier in the month, weeks one and two, it's not gonna feel so hard. Do those same workouts three and the first part of week four, they're going to feel hard. You're going to go, wow, this was so easy last week. What's going on? Right? The key here is to do what's right for your body. Breathless and breathing hard. Breathing hard and burning. Burning. Right? If you have any questions on exercise or recovery, be sure to reach out to me. My email is in the show notes or message me on social media. Until next time, use your cycle. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast on to your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook. Until next time.